Greetings, cyberspace, and welcome to episode 181 of the Double Density Podcast with your host, Brian and Angelo. Double Density is your home to the last episode of Double Density of 2021. How's about that, Angelo, for a circular comment? We're also home to uh, Tech Tales and Paranormal <laughs> How are you on this? So we were recording uh, on Monday, December 20th, to be released December 23rd. How are things, or 22nd, rather? It's going to be a nice Christmas present for our listeners. Exactly. Something to listen to as you're hunkering down on Christmas Eve. Yeah. <laughs> our part of the world, uh, we have hit uh, a new levels of restrictions. I uh, am not a patriot, but Angelo, I am angry. You're angry? I'm ready to storm the Capitol, as it were. You can get in trouble for that, I hear. Oh, can you? No. I'm. Yeah, everyone knows I'm kidding. I mean, listen, I've, I've got my shots and winning from my booster to open up. We all are. We're just yeah. hanging. My parents got their booster today. Perfect. Glad to hear yeah. that. And that is all that we're going to talk about here um, for the next 45 minutes. Yeah, no. No COVID. No more. We're done. We're done. Uh, but you do have lots of problems in your life, and this is going to be... Uh, I'm going to do the caveat slash asterisk of, like, this is the last time you get to mention these things. Well, no, it's not a... Whatever. I'm just... Apple updated stuff last week to 15.2, and I feel like the updates were really buggy. Like, my iPhone was acting weird. My iPad was acting weird. So what was wrong Apple with your TV iPhone? was acting weird. I don't know, just glitchy. I had to restart it a couple of times. Certain things wouldn't work. Uh, it wasn't communicating with my Apple Watch properly. Then for a few days, I stopped getting activity uh, notifications on my Apple Watch. And then they magically came back yesterday, so that's great. Um, I don't know. The HomePods were acting weird. Lots of weird stuff with HomePods. And uh, it wasn't just me. Basically, you'd update your your HomePods, and then they would kick you out of uh, your Apple ID. So they'd say there's they're not logged in anymore. Another thing that happened is... Um, don't do this ever, people. Update your HomePods before updating your iPhone. Um, I did that, and my HomePods did not know where they were anymore. <laughs> I, I, I asked for the weather, and my HomePods reply was, weather for where? And I said, for where I live, and then it gave me the weather for Los Angeles because everywhere is California. Do you know the term or driving? Like this is an older tech term. Do you know what that means? Yeah, when you like drive around getting people's Wi-Fi, right? Yeah, and like trying to pick up other networks. Like someone could have done yeah. that to you very easily. Well, no, not really, because it, my 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 Wi-Fi wasn't compromised. It was just that my my HomePods didn't know where they were because I had not updated my iPhone yet. And then as soon as I updated my iPhone, when I went to the Home app, it said, "Hey, turn on location services." Oh, okay, and then it worked. But yeah, lots of weird stuff. You're very weird, weird milk toast issues of 2020. Yeah, totally not important stuff. It's just, it's just annoying. Like Apple, come on, you're <laughs> updating stuff. Make sure the updates actually fix things more than they break them. I mean, stop working on your car and your fancy VR goggles. Just fix my HomePods. So this is the plan, Angela. 2022. Uh, every time you mention the word HomePods, you have to donate five dollars to charity. Okay. We'll do it that way. We'll see how long all that right, lasts. All right. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> I meant more like how long till you hold out and you have to mention them and you just end up like allocating like $50 just in it's one It's budgeted hold. now. It's going to yeah, get exactly. budgeted out of the out of the uh, double density petty cash. Yes, exactly. The the piles of nickels and quarters that we've amassed over the last three years and change. Uh, I had a weird couple of weeks too. No pun um, intended there with the change thought. Exactly. Thing, right? Yeah. I, um, I had a weird couple of weeks, Angelo. Yes. So I uh, I resorted to ordering from Amazon. So I ordered my wife, and it doesn't matter because she knows this, but um, she had been really interested in getting some uh, Moscow Mule style like copper cups. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like Moscow Mules are those what the communists use in in communist Russia? Exactly. Yeah, but they're the specific kind of tups, cups that I couldn't find locally. So I resorted to um, ordering on Amazon, and Angelo didn't didn't end well. Did not end well. 
Yeah. So you had an encounter with an Amazon employee? <laughs> yes. So essentially what had happened is that um, it had shipped. And then like 10 days later, uh, I get a notification on a Sunday afternoon saying that it had been delivered. And I live in a building. So the first thing I do is I go check the door. Because sometimes the Amazon delivery people, and this is done by Amazon proper. So um, there are now large vans with the Amazon branding that drive around uh, Montreal. And Yeah, I've so, heard about that. So yeah, so I thought it was an Amazon driver because we have a warehouse here nearby now. So I figured, okay. So I go check the stoop, nothing there. So I said, oh, maybe it got delivered to one of um, my neighbors. So I checked the building, nothing there. And it's been known to happen that Amazon delivery drivers um, read the address wrong. And so I figured, let me just go walk up and down the block and go take a look to see if there's any weird packages um, on stoops anywhere. And uh, it turns out there wasn't. So this was like Friday, like, uh, like Sunday afternoon, four o'clock. So I come back. And as I'm hitting the front door, I notice an Amazon truck pull up and I go, oh, maybe they accidentally ended up just saying it was delivered early and they're going to give me something now. So the driver comes out and he hands me this really flimsy package that's clearly not uh, a, a set of like four copper cups, but it's like some piece of clothing. And so he's like, <laughs> oh, Brian in 10. I go, yeah. He goes, here you go. And so I look at him, I look down and he makes his way back to the truck and he's in the driver's seat. So I go up to him and go, listen, this is definitely not my package. And he goes, are you sure of that? And I go, Absolutely. So he goes, can I take a video of you to show the warehouse people that they gave me the wrong package? So I go, okay. So you're, you're like on this guy's phone now in the yes, video. Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm on the dark web. I'm on some weird like fetish site. So he goes, can you list off your full Beard name and your address? And can you, open, can you open the package in front of me? So I say, sure. So I look at him. I give my name, give my address. And I go, this is definitely not my package. I ordered a set of four cups. And this is, and I open the package. And it sucks. Huh. At any point, did he have you hold up today's newspaper? No, sadly. But I, I was half expe expecting him to like read out, like have me read out the date so, like uh, a little bit. It was really weird. It felt like uh, like one of those like old hostage videos, you know? I wonder if this happens often, though. And I don't know. That's why like he almost seems to have had a procedure set for this. Yeah. I mean, like the thing is like it's mass chaos there as the holidays progress, especially now in the week leading up to Christmas. And also in Quebec, we're going, we're probably going to another lockdown, I think, for another like couple of weeks, probably a month. So I feel like Maybe. more people are ordering from uh, from Amazon more than ever. Uh, but it's just really weird. And so he is like, okay, listen, like I'm going to go back to the warehouse. You're going to get um, a, a replacement item. So I say, perfect. So get no email. I wait Sunday, Monday. So Tuesday morning, I started chat with the rep and the rep goes, did you get the package? And I go, no. They go, did the driver take what was given to you away? I said, yes. And they're like, okay, we can't do anything. We're just going to give you a refund. Okay. Well, at least you got your refund. I did. But it was, just, it was very confusing. No gift it, for your wife, though. Exactly. So I'm on the dark web. There's no gift for my wife. It's just, it's a perfect melange of things. Angela, things got weirder unrelated to this. This is something I haven't told you yet. Oh. Um, but I think, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but I was uh, diagnosed with like sleep apnea earlier this year. Yeah. So the one silver lining of the pandemic is I didn't have to go to a sleep clinic to get it diagnosed. They have like these like home kits that set you up. So you strap something that looks like a bomb to your chest for a couple of nights and then they read <laughs> things out and they're like, yeah, you definitely have sleep apnea. So I got a machine. I got an APAP. And uh, so every night I put something over my face, my, like, my nose and my, you know, and I, I just I go to bed. And around four o'clock, my wife is like shaking me awake. She's like, are you OK? And I go, yeah, what's wrong? And she goes, you were making machine gun noises in your sleep. And I thought you were choking. <laughs> so I quickly remembered I had a dream that a bunch of animals had broken in through our living room window because my wife had left the window open. And I was trying to scare them away with machine gun sounds. And so, so you're somehow, no Snow White. 
So somehow that translated into me in real life making machine gun sounds. And my wife thought I was having some kind of weird episode and was very worried about me. Well, yeah, if you have sleep apnea, I mean, that that is a concern. Right. Well, the machine works, so I'm not choking anymore when I sleep, which is like the good news. Yeah, just don't uh, update it to 15.2. <laughs> yeah, I'll, just, I'll, I'll flash the firmware six times yeah. to make sure. Oh, that was a whole other thing I got. So the, basically what happened is earlier this year, the model I got, it was a Philips. Um, there was a recall because apparently um, the way that the heating element worked was like melting plastic and like giving people cancer and things like that. So they gave me um, the second edition. They gave me the Dream Station 2, which is a smaller and louder machine. PlayStation 2. Almost, almost. But the louder machine sucks. And everyone I know, so I actually had to book an appointment with the sleep clinic last week to go and be like, is my machine broken or is just regular? And the woman's like, it's smaller. So the motor is like less padded. So of course it's, it's much louder. So now I sleep with it like seven feet away, like um, covered by, like partially by a pillow. So that way it's not like super loud in my ear. Well, hopefully it doesn't melt plastic. And, no. And so I'm, you know, sort of cancer disease. free, but I'm still like staying awake a whole bunch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, think of it this way. It's like a little white noise machine. No, it's worse than that, though, because it's it's oh. not constant, right? Because it goes with breathing. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, I've been... I've been listening to white noise as I fall asleep, and it's actually been really helpful. Are you scared uh, that someone's I, programming your brain? Oh, maybe. Yeah, because the, the the so what's really annoying though is I I have it set to not add to like my listening when I listen to the HomePod in my bedroom because I had tried I had not thought of that at first, and when I was listening to like ambient sleep music and ocean waves and stuff, well. Guess what all my new releases were for? It's like, hey, Angelo, we know you love, love, love ambient sleep music. So here's some new releases from Ode to Joy or whatever, like <laughs> these weird groups are that make this like very specific type of stuff to help you fall asleep. I'm like, you'll love these binaural like four gigahertz beats or whatever they're called. I'm like, no, thanks. Theta Waves, the band. All these things that I wasn't interested in. So I've like had to go through my Apple Music and like stop suggesting this. And it's been pretty good, but I still feel like sometimes that that HomePod, even though it's set to not oh no, I mentioned HomePod, five dollars on your way. No, we said uh, next but year. We said next year. Okay, next year. Okay. But even though I, I've set it so that it doesn't like use that as listening history, I feel it still does out of spite. I don't see it updating my listening history, but I still feel like it's doing it. So I just but, I just um, Googled um, around because I was kind of curious when we were talking, like, like this must be pretty lucrative for labels to put this stuff out, right? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Like, what are you, you going to tell me? So I landed on an article from 1-0 on, on Medium uh, entitled, Inside the Surprisingly Big Business of Spotify Secretive White Noise Spammers. So, and the subhead is search engine optimized accounts that publish hundreds of nearly identical tracks, rake in streams and profits, which doesn't surprise me. Yeah, because honestly, like especially the white noise tracks, they're very similar. And, yeah. and even like, so Apple, I use the Apple playlist, so I'm assuming that they're good enough not to have like these spammy, garbagey, like stolen tracks, but who knows. But they all sound the same, Brian. I may as well just play one in a loop. Like sometimes there'll be the sound of a seagull differently, but who knows? I did try river music once, Brian, and uh, like there was bird sounds and other nature sounds, and our cat went crazy. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, uh, we have tried like this is pre sleep apnea machine. We've tried um, uh, like rain with like thunder. Yeah, that's Kinda okay. Silly. Yeah, I, I, I'm partial right now to the ocean waves, uh, 
more than anything. And there's a Max Richter eight-hour album called Sleep, which is excellent. But we should also just music. we should also just realize that we're now entering like our ge- geriatric period here on the yeah, Double podcast. Like we complained about like deliveries and like uh, uh, ambient noise. Well, hey, so I had a fun delivery encounter as well with I think so the Amazon trucks driving around Montreal I think are are from Intelcom, which is another delivery company, right? Like they kind of got bought out by Amazon. Anyway, they're the ones who deliver in my area, and uh, pleasant encounter. Well, I didn't even see them, but. I got something delivered today, and because it was not in an Amazon box, and you could see what it was, and it was something like that would probably like elicit people to want to steal it, the guy was nice enough to go all the way into my backyard and put it on my patio. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, I was really impressed. I and I, I think I sent you the picture, and you saw that it's just like the thing just sitting in my on my deck. It's true, just sitting there. Yeah, nice and great. cozy. Yeah, at least it wasn't raining because then it would have been very bad because it is still a cardboard box. I also just dropped a Hypebot link uh, entitled Recordings of Noise Can Be More Profitable Than Music on Spotify. So if anyone wants to read more about that right there, it's perfect. Great. Angela, do you have Um, any dreams for 2022, like apart from like, you know, surviving? Well, since we're in the tech section, I would like to have a new iMac of some kind. This one's uh, getting on to be seven years old, which is... Again, I've gone past... I usually set myself a budget of five years with a computer. And again, I've gone past the five-year budget, which is good. So I bought this in 2015. So it's uh, almost... It's, I mean, I got it in October of 2015. So like it's it's just ha- past six years old now. So I'm hoping sometime in March or April of next year, Apple releases a new 27-inch iMac. They have 24-inch iMacs. I've seen them. Uh, they don't really fit what I want because I, I would not go down in size for a screen you know when you're used to like a 27 inch screen which i use for work as well i at my uh, you remember those places we used to go to for work called offices yes i, had, I actually um, went to one last week oh well i had two screens there and my one 27 inch screen is better than the two screens i had there so I, I like having being able to have two things on at the same time i would not be able to go down to 24 could you plausibly just buy a 27 inch screen if you had to like get something smaller I guess, but I don't really have the space on my desk for like a 24-inch iMac and a 27-inch screen. Right. Another first world problem by Angelo Fiorentino. I know, but I don't want to buy another desk. I like my desk. No, I, I'm hoping this iMac is still good, whatever. It's going to be good for a while, but it would be nice to have the option to buy a nice 27-inch uh, M1 or M2 or whatever the hell they're going to call them next year, M1 Pro Max Mac. <laughs> I mean, listen, this is like a, a very niche problem here. Yeah, but like like we've said, I don't need a high-end Mac. I'm hoping they, they still do the same thing where they have the 27-inch iMac consumer model and then the Pro model because I, I, I'm not too keen on spending five grand on, a, on an iMac Pro. Would you, though? If, if it was my only option, I'd have to think very long and hard about that and have to clear things through management, and I don't think management would, would accept that. And by management, I mean my wife. Could you, in theory, just get a Mac Mini? Yeah, I guess that's an option as well uh, with a monitor uh, that would sig- be significantly less expensive. But yeah, and I mean, like for the, what you're doing, I think it would be just fine. Yeah, it'd be fine. The but it, the iMac monitors are amazing, right? Like so, I don't know. I, I'm I'm thinking they'll have something in the two thousand dollar range, which is two or three thousand dollars for a twenty seven inch. Well, this one was was uh, was twenty one hundred plus tax and stuff. 
don't know. We'll see. I, I've saved up quite a bit of money for it, so we'll see what I'll what I'll, I'll do. But my wish list is that for really like the main thing is next year's that I have a phone that's okay. My iPad's going strong. My I mean, they have twenty seven inches now that are like twenty one hundred, so that's not too bad. But that's the yeah, base model. but yeah, that's the thing. I, I'm wondering what like a base model M one Mac though is pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. That's really my main tech wish for next year i mean like uh coming out with new home pods that uh that are not discontinued would be great too but we will not be able to mention them next year until they actually come out though or there's rumors that's exactly. the only time it's a lot mentioning home pods not on the spur of the moment of how much they're amazing yeah because you're already up at like a like like 15 bucks here yeah jesus <laughs> uh yeah, money no, taking away from any, my 27 inch mac i don't have any big dreams for 2022 i don't know i just i don't want my tech to fail i think is like the biggest thing like i have a laptop i have a mixer i have like a pretty good setup here you know i'm like i'm okay i'm fine with that's now. such a hassle eh? when like you know you're everything's set and then like your hard drive busts yeah which like less likely with ssds luckily tr- but true and also i'm not moving my laptop around much right so there's like the there's less physicality to it like it's not being bumped around as much which is like yeah there's thing. the moving parts are not like what 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 moves in these Macs is basically fans at the this fans point. yeah yeah the only thing you hear anymore sometimes i don't know about you i, fan gets set off, I like, never with, hear the fan on my mac my my fan goes off like super randomly like i'm not even like i'll be running almost nothing like i'm talking about like three tabs and like spotify and suddenly it just goes off you want to hear somebody talk about uh, his fans, uh, talk to our friend Alex, the hipster pixel himself. Um, just uh, send them a message. Say, uh, hey, Alex, how are your fans? <laughs> uh, I'm sure he's listening to this now, shaking his head. Just sighing super heavily. He's going to send me a screenshot of his uh, iStat Menus fans going at like 5,000 RPMs. It's crazy. I don't know what was wrong with his old uh, his old 60-inch MacBook, but it was very bad. That's wild. Yeah, no, I yeah. definitely don't have that problem. Like, it's loud but it's not obnoxiously loud and i don't know what's setting it off and then like i of course i open up the activity monitor and everything seems to be at like 20 percent capacity so it computers a conundrum for the ages <laughs> i think that's the uh the most uh you know understated thing you've probably ever said yeah i i think nothing frustrates me like in terms of like first world issues that are really non-issues at the end of the day but like when like I mentioned earlier, when updates just break stuff that was totally working fine and and the update fixes nothing else that that's noticeable to you, but it breaks something you always use that 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 drives me crazy yeah, I mean it's and it's 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 harder in the midst of a pandemic to sort of feel like you can just go get the easy solution of going to the store because also um the rise of crypto, for example, right it means that you can't get any graphics cards if yours busts if you're a PC user, right? Yeah, because uh, they're all bought out and being used and destroying the world because they're using so much energy. Do you own any crypto? No, I imagine you don't. None at all. No. I'd love to watch you try to figure out like which crypto to buy. Doggy coin. <laughs> it is not doing well, my friend. No. I, I have honestly I have no idea. Like it's it's a complete blind spot to me. If you want to suggest a cryptocurrency that Angelo Fiorentino should buy, you could go ahead uh, at Angelo Fiorin on Twitter. Yeah, thanks. And with that, Angelo, let us head on over to the paranormal side of things. Okay. What's this? Kids with a cellular phone? Introducing Amigo from Cantown. We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Double density.
Welcome back to Double Density. And as always, we're switching gears from tech to the paranormal one last time here in 2021. Now, Angelo, um, in the show notes, you wrote the following sentence, and I want you to explain <laughs> this one. You wrote ghosts and or aliens and or conspiracy and or murder. Go. You have to vamp for 60 seconds. Well, I was at a loss at what we were going to talk about this week. It's the end of the year. We've been very tired. We have not done any research really uh, about this. And I thought, well, we'll talk about one of these things for sure. So I put it in the notes. So which one do you prefer talking about these days? Uh, I am fed up of conspiracies, right? Because okay. there's so many conspiracy theories going around about everything now. So let us try to put that to rest in 2022 in that case. Okay, so no more conspiracies for a while, unless something really important that comes up. Yeah, so but I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this. I'm going to the Google Doc, right? And I'm gonna head just striking to, it through. Strike through, yeah. Perfect. I am not a fan of murder. Same. Although I'm watching uh, Dexter New Blood, which is actually really enjoyable, apart from like people getting murdered and stuff. But I mean, I'm enjoying it significantly more than that last season of Dexter from a few years ago. Which I heard was pretty brutal. Like, I dropped off, um, like, spoiler, I guess, but not really. When Deb found out that he was Dexter, like, when he found yeah, out... Yeah, I mean, that's like, pretty late on in the run, right? So, like, it's... Uh, yeah, anyway. So, but this one, like, it's it's good. I'm really enjoying it. And there's a uh, podcast uh, person on it that uh, she does true crime podcast, and she's, like, following up on different things. And it's uh, it's kind of funny to see her talking. Do you and think that trip is already podcastish? No, not yet. Not yet, but they, they, you know, podcasts have gone from like, oh, what's a podcast? And you, like, you know, do you remember the days when you'd be listening to podcasts in 2006 or seven and somebody would be like, oh, I don't know what that is. Oh, well, let me tell you. And then they'd be born in rock. You away. know what happened to me? Like that happened to me with the word blog. I heard the, I first heard the word blog in like 2000, I want to say. Yeah, that's about right. And I was very confused about what it was because someone said, hey, I just started, I just got a new blog and I didn't know what that meant. It's a web blog. Yes, exactly. But I assumed it was some kind of weird, like, log that you could buy, like a fire log. Oh, you're dumb. <laughs> well, yes. I was also a teenager who had no frame of reference. Like, I couldn't. Oh, like, yeah. You looked, it up. You're you looked it up and there's nothing. No, I know. There was not much. I mean, and, and you know, it's impressive how, how long blogs have, have lasted. Although saying the word sounds weird, right? It, it does, yeah. Yeah, online. Uh, no, podcasts in TV shows are are starting to be more and more common. I mean, uh, Only Murders in the Building is a whole show about a true crime podcast. I was also just thinking about the impetus for the uh, Michael Myers outbreak in the 2018 version of Halloween was because of a pair of podcasters came to disturb him. Oh my god, I've completely like forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, but like, it's just like, and also like, one of my pet peeves is seeing what podcasters use on shows. I mean, like, you're not going to use that, are you? Oh, yeah, it drives me crazy. Although I, when I was watching Only Murders in the Building, I'm like, ooh, they bought really nice microphones. <laughs> they had, like, Neumann microphones. They live in a high-rise. They can afford it. Or two yeah, yeah, they're all they're it, yeah. like rich people, right? So like, yeah. But still, it was like, oh. And then, you know, I, I watched the Get Back documentary. Yes. And uh, looking at the microphones the Beatles used to record Get Back was like, huh. Well, we talked about that uh, last episode with Johnny Stitches. Yeah, 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 and it's just it's just funny to see that. That's true. We, we're always talking about microphones. Somebody's gonna murder us, Brian. It's true. I'm uh, go ahead, and uh, I'm gonna drop a pin on the internet, and y'all can, can just come like visit me and pretend to be Amazon drivers and just fill oh. me and then murder me with a machine gun while you exactly. sleep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I prefer ghosts and and or aliens. Okay, so I've mentioned this last episode. Spin the wheel, episode. Brian. Sorry, spin the wheel. 
So I mentioned this last episode, and I'm going to mention it this episode, is that I have Ed Games's remote viewing like course here with all the PDFs and all the videos I'm going to watch. So during yeah. the holiday break, because I am um, uh, thankfully off for like 10 days, I'm going to go ahead and take the course. And it's not like you're allowed to leave the house, because I think we're going to probably go into more and more lockdown. Yeah. So, so I'm going to just, what did you do during your holidays? Well, I learned how to remote view. And what did you remote view? That's going to be the question you need to think about exactly. and answer. So I think like I think we each need to take something on. So that is my project for you know the next couple of weeks. Like, what would you like to come back to the show with? I'm going to listen to music on my HomePods, <laughs> and then someone's going to murder me, and it's going to be Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Please never mention HomePods again. But no, yeah. if there's something in the ether, in the air, or something that you've wanted to chase down for a while, I think that now is the time to sort of think about it as we approach January. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to think about that, and maybe I'll tweet about it, because I'm not quite sure. You kind of sprung this on me. I know, I know. you had the Ed Dames thing. Uh, I've had it on, on my hard back drive burner for a while. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, you know, so I, in our show notes, there's a whole... Uh, thing about me wanting to deep dive into the mystery of Erdenes, and uh, most people have no idea what that is, but it's a guy who wrote a, uh, it's, um, it's a book about uh, card slights and cheating at cards in 1902, and nobody actually knows who it was who wrote it. There's a lot of speculation, but the, the whole mystery of the book itself is really interesting. I agree. I'm going through a list of what we put in here for our to-do list, which we have done and not done for a while. What's on there? Is there aliens and or murderers murdering no, the, aliens? The, the Nephilim is on there. I forgot about the Nephilim. Uh, oh, yeah. Cold from Diablo 3. Oh, we did Mothman book versus movie. We can remove that. This is perfect. Yeah, we had with special guest Dean Rogers. Oh, right. Uh, Brian and Angelo each come up with ways in which to become successful paranormal grifters. So I think we should do a Dragon's Den style episode where we invite like <laughs> three people on. Okay. And then we and they, each present something. Well, I mean, we almost did that with Spanners when he started talking about the quantum elbowology. <laughs> right, that's true. That's true. But I mean, like, we'll invite people on specifically to, like, judge us and our okay. abilities to come up with something. I think that could be a fun way to, like, uh, um, you know, maybe like an Easter time activity, like a holiday activity. Yeah, I, I could see you roping Rob into doing that. He'd be great as a judge. I, yeah, I, I, there's a bunch of people I'd like to ask to, to come on and, uh, and do that, maybe. So, also, I wanted to talk about Nazca lines at one point, right? Like, the... The Peruvian lions, right? Yeah, seen from the air. Yeah, the now, geoglyphs. And so talking about aliens, though, and geoglyphs and things like that, uh, you sent me a weird video that makes, like, styrofoam look yes. alien-like. Yes, so, and, <laughs> and I'll, I'll let you explain it, but then I'll, I want to talk about where it brought my mind to. Okay, so I, want, I also want to talk about where it brought my mind to. Yeah, so this is from the oddly terrifying subreddit, which... Um, you, I don't know about you, but I, I peruse Reddit regularly. I've never I, seen it, to be honest. Okay. It's the first time I've ever been on it. Um, and it, what it is called is a video entitled Starfilm Reacting to Different Sound Frequencies. And it's a 30-second video that I implore you to go watch that I found very interesting about the way in which um, Starfilm moves based on a number of frequencies. And it's very freaky. Yeah, it's, it's really creepy. And the thing it brought my mind to is I know you haven't watched this. Uh, I think you might actually like it, though, even though it's quite a slow burn but invasion on apple tv plus a lot of people have not liked it but it's the type of thing i like um the way i equate it to to what i equate it to is you know like the first hour of independence day where it's actually really good and nobody knows what's happening there's just like alien ships that show up and dark clouds and stuff like that it's sort of like that even less so though um 
you're not you don't I don't think you see an alien until like the eighth episode. Okay. But it's more about what happens to people when aliens just show up. Well, and I start mean at the same time, like, I'm everyone. currently rewatching season one of True Detective, so I'm fine with a slow burn. Okay, good. Um and it's it's quite good. And why I was reminded of that is that when sound frequencies come into play, the alien I don't know if it's the actually aliens themselves or like their technology vibrates in a in a eerily similar way to the way your styrofoam was vibrating. I like how it's my moving. styrofoam. It's like my possessive styrofoam is now here. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, Angela. I mean, it's also a part of the fact that like it's in a cylinder where there's like um, sound being blasted into it, right? So it's not in an open um, um, setting, but really in a container. So it's forced to react, especially if it's it's going loudly. It's it's cool because I I had an encounter with styrofoam today because I was unpacking something and it um, like some styrofoam came off and it would ref- it refused to come off of me like it it just just stuck to me because of uh, uh, static electricity. Yeah. Well, I mean, like so, uh, I mean, like. The styrofoam was moving due to like very controlled conditions, right? And so I found that very interesting. Then it got me thinking about like how like we as human beings like vibrate in certain frequencies, right? And it, and we've talked about this in the past about how like if we are not to believe the extraterrestrial hypothesis, then in that case, like maybe we are dealing with interdimensionality, right? Or maybe we are cohabitating the same space. We just can't um, see each other due to frequency ranges, right? Same thing. Yeah, you brought this up a lot of times, and and you speculated also that. Uh, well, speculated. I don't think you actually think this is correct, but uh, a fun hypothesis is that shadow people are part of that. I mean, it definitely could be, right? I mean, like, listen, like, it's just like turning up or down the the contrast knob somewhere. Yeah, I'm willing I, to like I'm willing to explore all these avenues. I think, I, I, and I I get tired of a lot of people who, um, especially in like modern ufology, um, see this as like exclusively an extraterrestrial phenomenon, like an alien phenomenon, literally. Yeah, and you know, twenty twenty one is the year of UFO Twitter, right? Like it's where it really, really took off. But the problem with it is that there aren't a lot of smart voices on there. It's a lot of noise. The signal to noise ratio in UFO Twitter is it's off. It's really off, right? It's like what ninety ten. Oh no, ninety five five. I'd say. Yeah, there's like and a few good voices in there. The one Most of the few people I like and uh, past guests the show Zach Zaichi I think is definitely like part of that five percent more or less. Like sometimes, oh yeah, he's, he's, he's like the, he's a excitable. he's totally a one he's a one percenter in there, yeah. right? Like he's, he's like totally top. excitable sometimes, but he definitely. Um, uh, it's funny, like I see him get into it like way too much, and I've seen him tweet about how he's like staying away from UFO Twitter in the last couple of days, which I'm like I can respect that. Yeah, it 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 really weighs heavily on your mind. It can be really tiring. And I mean, like, and we brought this up uh, a number of times, but like, I don't have the energy to fight with people on the internet anymore unless it's like really worthwhile. No, you're, you, you're past your energy. I just don't care enough. of fighting with people in forums. I also think people just don't listen, right? And we've talked about this ad nauseum. And it's, I think it's also something that we can like um, put to bed here at the end of 2021. But like, I'm fine. I'm fine with, with you know, um, there's no discourse happening. It's all just shouting, right? So the idea of um, there being one narrative about what these beings are and um, also just like people getting angry when they don't want to listen to you. And it's very weird. Yeah. And forget ever mentioning that. No, there are no beings. There's nothing. It's just us uh, kind of like creating our own narrative around th- weird things we might see in the sky or things that might be, get it recorded that are probably not aliens according to most people to according to like most like scientists but 
again, though, it'll come back around that no, the scientists are paid off by the government who doesn't want right. to disclose anything, right? Yeah. So, which is just like this weird, perfect circular excuse to not actually explore what the situation is. Like, you know, I'm a shill for the government, right? Yeah, like, I'm yeah. only, I see the I've only been planted. Like, we started this podcast in 2017 so that our, our like hundreds of listeners could listen to me brainwash them. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the, the into the, not the, believing, like, to just, you know, that's why I bring up every week that, like, there's no pictures of these UFOs. Where are the pictures exactly, of the yeah. UFOs? I've seen cameras. the novelty no checks pictures. you receive, the giant novelty checks that your kids hold up every week. You take pictures. Yeah, there's and put one them. on my wall right yeah, exactly, now. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, so. It says, for government services. And then it's it's signed by your real name. I don't want to say what your real name is out loud because Angelo Fiorentino is, of course, an alias that you use. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm very the, thankful the that I don't. signed by Pfizer. I, I thank God that I am not um, 22 years old right now because I definitely would go way too hard. And would you fall into the more believer camp? You think? I no, I think I've always you know? been. I've always been kind of um, like once again, like I think that like I and I've maintained this. Like I want to believe. My threshold for belief is quite high. I I don't think it's ever been um, lower. I don't think I've always kind of approached this in a rational manner. Like I want to be able to say that these um, things are beyond reproach. And this is something I actually talked about on um, our friend Rob's show, our strange guy. So I did a regular episode, which is up on all podcast fees, but then I did a Patreon bonus episode with him where we actually got into it for quite a while. And it was quite um, a really in-depth top about the, 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 the process of belief and how we feel about these things. And so for me, like I want to believe more than anything in the world. And I, I keep reiterating this. And like, once again, like I'm still looking for that piece of evidence that'll make me say, you know what, like no matter what I throw at it, it's, it's beyond reproach. But there's none, nothing yet. There's like nothing all yet. All these things that are coming out, you know, the the fun gimbal video, the Tic Tac video, all these things. They're interesting, maybe, but it could also be an anomaly on, yes, a very expensive piece of equipment, but it could still be an anomaly. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, there's a lot of the physical encounter stuff, I think. Like, I think that um, stuff like Betty and Barney Hill, for example, right? I feel like that, to me, is the closest... Um, instance of like me wanting to believe in like the, the narrative as well as the evidence. Really, you you feel Betty and Barney Hill is that high up? I think it's high. I think it's high enough. There's a lot there that like is something hard. happened to them. We don't know what. Like yeah. it's like unlo- I really doubt this like unassuming couple from Vermont or New Hampshire. They're from New Hampshire, right? Yep. They what would make them make this up? Like yeah. something happened to them. I don't think it was aliens. Like, I really don't. Uh, but what could it, like, well, here, here's, more here's realistically one. speaking, in terms of, like, a fantastical uh, idea of what happened to them is that they came across some sort of military training exercise and they were brainwashed by the army. Yeah. I mean, like, that's that's just as plausible. Um, something like Falcon Lake, right? We covered that episode with Rob, too. Yeah, like the, the, the officer that said he had to go do his duty. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, like the, the, the burns on the skin and all the weird chemical stuff, yeah. too. Like, to me, like, there's. Why there's... would he make. Stan Miklak, right? Yeah. That's his name. Yeah, yeah, Miklak, yeah. Why would he make that up? Something happened to him, yeah. but what? Yeah. I want to. I like, once again, like, I want to believe in these things. I very much want to believe. And I don't know what I that means. I so about wish me. I could have been. Like, you, you know, if you can travel anywhere, like, I'd love to be at these at these actual yeah, is there, sites I think, where something else. like I want to go see what happened at the guardian. I want to see that pickup truck that had big lights on it. I was, um, I don't remember who asked me, but like, I think it came up during like a group call at work, but like if you could go back to one instance, um, in one specific time frame or like one, if you could review one 
event. We we said that here. No, but we also talked about. I also talked about this very recently. Okay. okay. So you definitely we would said, be. You'd be. You'd be like a guardian guy. No, no, that was more of a joke because we we know guardian wasn't a real thing. But I'd like to see what happened at Roswell. I'd like to be standing near, not next to him because I don't want to get burned, but near Stan Mikulak to see what the hell happened to the poor man. Yeah. I'd like to see the, some of these things, right? Like, it'd be super interesting to go back in time and see exactly what happened and be like, oh, that's... It's like when you find out how a magic trick is done and you're like, oh, really? That's what it is? <laughs> you haven't talked about magic in a bit either, right? I know, because I'm, I'm, I, it's like... It, magic was last year's HomePod. <laughs> so you, you, you right? have to develop so, a new theme for, like, the next year's storyline. Yeah, like a new thing that just gets on your nerves. So, but I feel like I feel like I'd welcome magic back. So if you want to do the Ernest mystery, then by all means, yeah. I that I mean, and if anybody listening to this show knows who Ernest is, like, or not that those who actually is, I mean, like, have you heard of Ernest? Like, message me on Twitter. I'd be curious to know how many of our listeners actually know, because I until I started doing, like, being interested in magic and stuff, I think I had vaguely heard. Of um, of the book and of Erdnays, but not really. And now, like you really, you obviously know what it is if you're in magic. <laughs> so, Angela, I bring all of this up about you know being able to vision important things in history because of the fact that like you can do this through remote viewing allegedly. Yeah, and I think that's how we brought it up the first time, Brian. Is that you'd mentioned that right? And we we talked Ooh. about events, but I think I'm going to put this into action, Angela. So what we're going to do is I'm going to try and remote view um, a one incident that we can agree upon in the new year. Okay. And we'll see how bad this goes because it's not going to go well. No. So when are we going to like, so in our first episode, we're going to figure out the incident and then you're going to try and remote view it into our second episode. So this is the plan. Let me get through um, because it's like, it's, I think it's like 15 hours worth of like videos to watch. So let me get through those videos. Yeah. We might be in lockdown soon anyway. So So if I can get through everything there and I feel like I'm proficient enough in remote viewing that I can go ahead and do this, I will do this. If not, it will be a continual journey, my friend, that we are embarking on together where I harass you. Perfect. Can't wait. So I, I think this is like uh, <laughs> an unofficial way of like setting intentions for 2022 for the podcast, right? So um, you're going to dive into magic mysteries. I'm going to lose my mind as a remote viewer. Um, this is going to be perfect. It's just like that classic yeah. episode where Ed Dames was asked to remote view the devil and it did not go well. And clearly he was lying, but that's fine. You know, every time you say Ed Dames... I think of the actor from The Office. Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Yeah. I don't know why. It just makes me think. I'm like, yeah, Ed Ed Helms totally was a remote viewer. (laughs) I do like uh, the idea of the the melding of characters and actors there. Yeah. Maybe it's an adaptation just waiting to happen. You know what I'm remote viewing now, Brian? What? I'm remote viewing you talking about our socials. (laughs) Well played. So I've been throwing those on you um, all year now, and I guess it's it's time that I go ahead and do that. So if you want to go ahead and find us, you can find us over on Twitter, double underscore density. You can also hit up Instagram, double density podcast, and then you can also send us an email at double density podcast at gmail.com. Plus, 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 you can also just go ahead and visit double density.net to find out all about us, see where you can subscribe to all of our different podcasts, and get comfortable, get ready, get set 2022. Angela, before we um, say goodbye to 2021. I'd be remiss not to mention the fact that we accidentally invited a ton of people onto the show this year. So I wanted to um, thank a couple of people, pretty much everyone. Sure. Yeah. Thank the Academy. 
I would uh, go ahead and like to thank my wife, Steph, who was on a couple of episodes this year. I would also like to thank Ian Rogers, who showed up twice. Uh, yeah, he came a couple of times. Yeah, so once in April and then once in October. And uh, Chris Cogswell of the Mad Scientist Podcast. I'd like to ta- thank, of course, Rob Christofferson. I want to uh, go ahead and thank my friend Josh Mockley for coming on. Spanners Ready. Ian Casey. Johnny Stitches more recently, like just everyone who's been on this year, who's made the um, uh, show much more interesting, I think in different ways. Yeah. And uh, I think next year we're going to try and have uh, more guests as well. Yeah. We'd like to diversify. And I was joking about this. We had officially realized that like, it was just a, apart from my wife, like a menagerie of like white guys. So we want different yeah. things like that. So I need to be better at uh, uh, cultivating friendships that uh, can bring um, people of different perspectives on. Yeah. I do, I do want more British guests, though. You know what? Do you want to be the head of the British office here? The the the, sure. the London Bureau of Double Density? Great. Angela, I think this is a great place to end episode 181. The last episode, as I keep saying, of 2021 of the Double Density podcast. Tune in next year as I remote view just how many um, different kinds of crypto coins you're going to buy by, uh, let's say, like Easter. Can you remote view what card I'm going to be holding up? What card am I holding up now? That is the giant novelty check you brought up earlier today. Oh, too bad. It was the nine of diamonds. Oh, thank you, Angela. Oh, you were being serious. Okay, let's do this again. Okay. One more shot. So shuffle that deck. Okay. Remote view. What am I holding up? The four of hearts. Oh, so close. No, not at all. All right, I'm going to keep it down. Like, maybe that's the thing. So um, very quickly before I forget, I got really angry today because the government of Quebec announced a number of restrictions. They've closed cinemas. They've closed bars. They've closed this and that. Wasn't able to go see Spider-Man. But more angrily, they closed casinos, Angela. What am I supposed to do with my days? I know. All the money you earn just goes into casinos because then you double it. Exactly. Double it. Automatically. I have a can't-fail system. Money. Have we talked about my can't-fail system? I think we have. You find the quarter slots. You bet on black and red at the same time. You find the quarter slots, right? Okay. And then okay. you bet on... Because you know certain ones you can bet on multi-lines, right? So there's like 25 lines and you put money on each No, line. I don't, but okay. Okay. Um, but then you also bet on only cat-themed slots. I've done this three oh. times in my life and I've uh, uh, made back like 300% of my earnings. Wow. Three times. Wow. So clearly, statistically Amazing. speaking, impeccable, you know, enough of um, a trend that is definitely um, uh, statistically significant enough to warrant it being the truth. Well, this is how we're going to spend 2022. Just gambling. Once casinos Gambling open. and remote viewing historical incidents. Yeah. yeah you know what? Things could be a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, from uh, the Double Density family to yours, we want to wish you happy holidays. We hope that you get some form of rest, some form of relaxation in this crazy world. And uh, we'll see you bright and early in 2022 for, um, like, I want to ratchet up the mayhem. Let's get more Great. chaotic. Okay, perfect. You're very worried get... about this. Yeah, no, let's let's get some uh, some guys from Megadeth on, this, on the show. Right? Megadeth isn't Great. that bad. No? Okay. Have I told uh, you so, uh, one more last thing before I forget? So okay. I've been tricking my wife a bunch by telling her I found some great holiday, t- holiday tunes to listen to. And then I put on Cannibal Corpse and force her to try to guess the song title. Lovely. Now, we were listening to a Canadian Christmas playlist earlier today. How was Quite it? Quite good. Great. Actually, the, the Canadian one is better than most most playlists. All the good songs are on there. We especially like that Bare Naked Lady song. Oh, bless you. Happy Gentleman, or whatever it's called. <laughs> really? You're just a paragon. Of, you're a lexicon of like Canadian knowledge here. Yeah, perfect. All right, Angelo, this is it. 
for episode one. You want to keep saying nothing that. else to add, Brian? No stories. Le- legitimately, okay. the last one. And so I okay, will perfect. see you on the internet, and then we'll see or hear. Our listeners will hear us in the new year. How You're gonna come sound? over for the party I'm having. Yeah, kegger time. Yeah, perfect. Mass Super spreader Christmas party. And an Angelo Fiorentino classic. Spread the joy. <laughs> All right, Angelo. See ya. See ya. All right, I'm going to click record now.